as I make my way. The fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. There's no surprise, I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to waste. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. That quote, finna get a bag, bustin' down that blow out of East Side Hope. Well, they know my name. Oh, you didn't know? Yeah, 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 Oh yeah, it's me, it's me, it's the Fantasy Football Hustler, and we're bringing you FNT here with the man, the myth, the legend, Bogart Scott Free. You're too kind. Yeah. You're too kind. Yeah, let's get ready. Am to... I? Am I? <laughs> man, let's get ready to smoke this up. Anyone who's in the chat right now, make sure you throw in some comments real quick. And uh, we got we got a little bit of news today. Not not a bunch of news, but. The craziest shit that I've seen today is Sean Payton stepping down, retiring as head coach of the Saints. I believe this was his 15th year that he was with them. Like him and Drew Brees pretty much started their Saints career together, right? Yeah, exactly. Like they exactly started together. He came in, brought in Brees. Yeah. And what an amazing move, too, because I remember, I mean, Chargers fan, you know, back when they were with SD and... I didn't want to. I didn't want him to get rid of Breeze. I didn't want him to draft Philip Rivers, like in the first place. I well, felt like, and then and then here you are. You have Philip Rivers, who clearly should have been a gold medalist shock putter. <laughs> yeah, but he decides to go and have a lesser career than Breeze. And I wonder what was really, um, you know, what was really the mindset behind all that. I mean, I know Breeze got hurt. Um, but they drafted Rivers well before Breeze got hurt, you know. And here, well, didn't okay. See, this is where I get unclear about this because this is when, like, you know, I, I depended on ESPN and shit like that back in those days. You know what I mean? So I don't remember clearly if Breeze got hurt first Look, or not. I swore he got hurt first. No, he didn't because. Mm. Oh, no, Rivers was, was drafted in 2004. Okay. Yeah. I, he was with funny? Them, I believe, just, uh, what was the first year that Breeze was with the Saints? You're right, 2009. 2007 or 2006? It was after Katrina. No. It was after Katrina, right? Let me see. If you're talking 15 years. It might have even, he might have even, he might have even been that, that first year. Okay, because yeah, um, they had to leave. They had 2006. To leave. Okay, 06. So two years after the river. So immediately after he got hurt, they pretty much got rid of Breeze. Yeah, well, I mean, when you draft Phillip Rivers, you, I mean, what, what was he, um, number two overall draft pick, you know, and they had, well, they, they were, they were going to get Eli Manning, and then they traded because yeah. Eli, <laughs> Eli Archie was like, no, nah, fuck the Chargers, man. You ain't going there. Smartest man. Smartest man by not letting them go there. I mean, but yeah, you, it helps when your dad played for the shit Saints for hella long. You know what I mean? 
It was like, no, nah, you're not going to get fucked up. I'm going not going to have you going that, son. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and then he already saw Peyton have, you know, you know, you know, get dodged the, the Chargers bullet prior to that. You know what I mean? And it's crazy because like Elway, wasn't he, um, like when Elway came out, wasn't he going against the Colts? Like, oh, I'm not going to go to the Colts or whatever and all that shit. Yep. Same scenario. And like, I think something about like he was, he uh he was also drafted to a baseball team, so he used that to like as the catalyst to get away from the Colts. Pretty sure it was the Yankees, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, you know, that I was definitely in the nutsack during that time. If not, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I was in the nuts. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that was that was early 80s, but I'm pretty sure that it was the Yankees who ended up drafting him. Because I believe John Elway could throw like a 96 mile an hour fastball. I mean, that's why I say Josh Allen has the athleticism of Cam Newton, the arm strength of John Elway, and, you know, the accuracy of, you know, just, you know, name some of the most accurate guys. He's just I was almost going to say Drew Brees, but I, I think that's putting Allen into, like, super elite um, territory, and um, I don't think he should be there just yet. But he's definitely a Brees is A+. Plus. Josh Allen is like a solid A, maybe A minus, at with accuracy only. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <clears throat> and yeah, Leroy, what up? He said he got hurt in 05 in the season finale. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It was the season finale. So already Rivers was there 2004, yeah. 2005. So as soon as he got hurt, as soon as he got hurt, they were done with him. Because remember, he had to go get like a surgery on a shoulder, and there went too many – uh. There weren't too many success stories coming off that particular type of surgery. Yeah, and like I think you know that was when Nick Saban was was uh, set to go to the my to the Dolphins, and I think yep. he he was looking at at Breeze, and then Sean Payton. I think that's uh, was that was that when uh, okay, so this is where I start get, getting things a little bit confused. That was when Sean Payton was there with Romo, but when. Did they fire Parcells, and that's why Sean Payne left to the Saints? Like, I, I can't remember the, the the exact chain of events. I can't remember because I swear Bill, Bill um, Parcells was there, like, after um, 2006. I mean, that was yeah, when okay, Romo, so like, first came Sean in, Payne. right? So Sean Payne left prior to that then. Let me see. Let's see. Sean Payne kind of smart, man. I mean, he's been making the right moves. Yeah, like even like he's like, all right, fuck this, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. So it was 2003 to 2005 where he was in Dallas, and then yeah, 2006 made the uh, yeah made the switch. Before that, he was with the Giants, and that's maybe that maybe that was it. Let me get out of this uh, this bullshit NFC uh, East because that's when they were actually. I mean, not, I'm not gonna say like super legit or anything. I mean, all the teams were good. But they still weren't winning it. Well, you had the Sean, you had Sean Taylor with the Redskins, and you had you know Eli and them who were like you know formidable because that Eagles was were solid. I mean, that was that, when the Eagles were like their payday. Yeah, they had yes when they had Barber and and goddamn that defense. Yep. Yeah. Hell yeah. And then the Eagles obviously had Andy Reid and and Donovan McNabb and and you know Westbrook and I mean. And I'm pretty sure this is when the NFC South was just like completely garbage, 2006 ish. Yeah, I mean, you still you had the Bucks 
and like Warren Sapp and them still, but they were on the decline. Yeah. And then you had uh, the likes of uh, uh, you had the Super Bowl. They, I mean, they were they were play they were a playoff contender. Uh, Carolina Delome wasn't that yep. Jake Delome? Jake Delome, um, Steve Smith before he was senior. Yep. It's just regular Steve Smith. Hey, yeah, the- they probably already had a kid. I wonder, like, when do you graduate to like you know? He, I'm sure he already when had you, a kid. when you find your junior. Like, okay, well, shout, shout out to my cousin Adam. His parents were real like biblical and shit, right? He was the firstborn. They named him Adam, but he hella dumbass looks like his mom. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and like, then a couple kids later, he the, uh, he has his little brother, and he looked dumbass like the dad. He was the junior. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. I mean that's like, like listen, my son, right, right when he busted out, the, right, right when he busted out, 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 out the womb, bro, took a look at him. Ah, right, yeah, he looked like me. I'm like, <laughs> he, he's the third. Because it, it, it was the opposite of me, myself, and Irene. Right when he, when he gets the kid hand to him, wow, <laughs> couldn't even <laughs> say anything. <laughs> he's like, yeah, that kid has real pigmency. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, all the melanin. So this is, I mean, this is just, it's, it's going to be different. Seeing the Saints this year, I mean, seeing the Saints in 2021 was already hella different. No breeze. It's Winston. Winston was doing solid. Then he gets hurt, and then it just looks like the shell of a team. I mean, they were, I mean, they won a couple games. They were still actually in it, you know, okay, until you like the last game of the season. Are you, you ready know. for this? Let's hear it. Jameis Winston to the Steelers. Hey, I mean. Let's go. Because he would only return to the Saints for cheap. Or, well, I mean, he's not going to demand a lot of money coming off the ACL. But I'm saying this becomes fun. And, you know, me, I'm I'm a fantasy analyst first outside of being a Niner fan first, right? I I would love that. Give me infamous Winston with the Steelers. And you're not Aaron Rodgers because – there's too much shit that has to go down for that to happen. And you know what this is? A lot of this has to do with Taysom Hill. I already told you, he has something on Sean Payton. He's got some dirt on him to where he keeps giving him these crazy contracts and crazy contracts. And um, I really probably, think it's like, he probably, it's caught like shut up. he probably caught him blowing somebody in the bathroom or something. <laughs> it's something. It's something he like caught that. him doing blow while blowing another man. That's what he did. <laughs> And this whole crazy debacle has just come to the end where there's nothing else that Sean Payton can do at this point. And Taysom Hill's like, you better retire. If you're not going to take care of me, you better get the hell out of New Orleans. This is my town. <laughs> hey, listen, you know what? Voodoo's a real thing, man. Oh, especially especially down there in Louisiana. They don't play around. Hey, T- Taysom Hill got a chicken, a bag of chicken bones with Sean Payton's name on it. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. It just sounded right. <coughs> yeah what's that movie uh the disney movie the princess and the frog noble loves that shit and yeah. uh man you see him going through all their voodoo stuff over there hey hey you know what's crazy is i mean it's to me it's it's just like doing a movie on religion because in most and not most but in a lot of circles in the world they voodoo's a religion hoodoo is that evil shit you know what i mean hoodoo's that fucking the, like the dark side version of it, you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, but and even in a, I mean, Disney's funny like that because even uh, Lilo and Stitch, I've seen that movie a million times, obviously, because I'm, I'm a girl dad, but uh, 
she's in there reading a book of like a voodoo book, like she's trying to curse the other kids. She's like, <laughs> little girl had little, little. see that's what happens when kids don't have parenting, man. Yeah. And Leroy said he got Joe Boo on his ass. Oh yeah, he ain't playing. <laughs> hey, I'm, hey Joe Boo, is you talking about the same Joe Boo that we do? No, no, Joe Boo uh from Major League, remember? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was his. That was his. I don't know if that was his voodoo doll, but voodoo was his religion. That's right. He had it in his locker room. I mean, his little locker. Yeah, it's like got to give Joe Boo some rum before the game. (laughs) (laughs) And then the 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 old ass pitcher, the one who like greases up the ball and all that shit. Um, he he drinks it and he's like, all right, Joe Boo, you ain't gonna miss this. Drinks it and then as soon as he walks out onto the field, he like someone like throws a bat or something, like just loses it, and, like clocks him right in the head. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is real, bro. It's gotta be. It was in the movies. Can't can't be messing with Joe Boo. Oh yeah. All right, okay. well, let's see some other stuff that we got. Well, this okay, is real quick. Hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Before we get off this champagne thing. Oh. Stewart, Stu's gonna pop up in here at one point and be like, "We're winning the Super Bowl 2023," because that's where he's going, bro. And he's and he apparently he can't do anything yet because he's I, I guess in the fashion that he resigned, you know, because he's still under yeah he's still under contract. Yeah, with him. so yeah. he got he's he's got to do the Brett Favre. And here's another thing too about taking the year off. It only really works for coaches, man. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Because, like, you know, like Le'Veon Bell, no, no, no. It's not happening, bro. You know what I mean? Like, some, you know, that's probably one of the only examples I can think off the top of my head. But think one one example Brett, Brett that I'll think of, Jamar Chase. And But how old is he? 21, 22? So, I mean, you get up into your latter years, taking that year off is not going to help. Yeah, and that's just these kids having these, these sharper agents these days. He was like, you know, there's, you know, you, you could go back without Joe Burrow, because uh, you know Joe Burrow went to the league in 2020, right? right? So yeah. you could go back without your man Joe, or you could opt out because they're giving us the option. And yeah. seeing that was just smart. Like if you were going to be a top draft pick, the only Why are you thing that hurt your draft stock. Yeah, I mean, it's just like playing in these championship games. Like, I mean, there's some guys who need to go play in these championship games and ball out, but there's guys who are projected top 10, top 15 picks that you can only lower your draft stock by playing in those championship games. You know who else did this? Uh, Matt Barkley. Okay. So, S, was he, what did he play for? SC? USC, yeah. Yeah, so. He was after, he was after butt fumble, right? Yeah, and like, they were always on the precipice. And uh, so he was, he was about to be like a, you know, uh, you know, a first round projected guy. And he was like, he, in a press conference, he's like, we're running this thing back. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're giving it another go. And then he got hurt and he fucked his whole shit up. And who else, who was the QB at SC with uh, Reggie Bush? Matt Liner. Yep. He was going to be the number one overall pick after their back. championship win. Let's run it back because we got a dope squad and everyone's going to come back. Then you end up losing. Then you end up going ninth. And, I mean, I'm sure wherever he went as a first overall pick, you know, I mean, it wasn't going to be the best uh, case scenario anyways. But you go to the Cardinals. I mean, you make it to the Super Bowl, but it's on the back of Kurt Warner and you being yeah. a backup, you know, QB. You, you know what's funny with, with, the, uh, with the Matt Liner situation? It was it was Pete Carroll. Yeah, Pete Carroll would, oh, was adamant about butt fumble not being ready for the NFL. This is his right. own coach. He's like he's not ready, you know. But really, because P- Pete Carroll's selfish, he just want people to stay with him. 
you know, we got to get things going, you know, and this and that. You know, he's trying to talk him into staying. You tell me what old white man isn't trying to do that type of thing, <laughs> no matter what, right. business or sports or whatever. <laughs> Let's go for one more go. It's like, man, and no, you know I mean, what? that was one of the best teams. I mean, I, I don't watch college like that. So, I mean, there may be some better teams, but at least seeing them live and the streak that they went on of not losing a game, I mean, that's definitely hey, one of the best college teams of all time. I, I mean, yeah, what you said is accurate, but I could also just be like, they couldn't win the big one. Well, they yeah. did win the big one. They just well, couldn't win that, it two years in a big, row. Okay, they did win the big one. But people are going to remember them for losing to the Texas Longhorns. You know oh, I mean? yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, a lot, I'm not saying you forgot. Team for. I'm not saying you forgot, but I think a lot of people do. I did forget because that's why I said they didn't win the big one. I forgot they won two in a row before that <laughs> loss. I don't even think it was two in a row. I think they were going for the, the double. Oh, the second in a row. Okay. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't remember who won the because uh, I know they won it in two thousand and five. Let me let, let's go see. I'm, I'm gonna go run the baby up. I'm, I'm gonna go put the baby on me right back. All right, all right. We'll look at this national championship uh, winner, two thousand and four, because that was the year before they won. Let's see. Okay, it was the Sooners and the and LSU. And uh, LSU ended up winning the year before that. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> and then USC comes in. Austin, what up, bro? Said, yo, hockey was a trap last night. Yep, lineup didn't do, didn't do that well. But, um, you know, it is what it is. It's why we keep playing the game. It's why we do it every day. Yeah, what are we, quitters? <laughs> so it was LSU. That uh, that one in two thousand and four, okay. And then it was SC. You guys are everywhere, man. Why? Why did you throw them here, son? I did it. Yeah, you did. I did it. Yeah, let's see. Am I totally wrong about this? Hold on. Hold on. Let's see. I might I might be I might be wrong about this. Okay. Ronald, Actually, what up, bro? No. Okay, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Yeah, so it looks like uh I don't know why it has LSU and Southern California in 2003. I'm not not even sure what the hell that means. But then we got SC winning it in 04 and then Texas 05. Vince Young, man, I thought he was going to be dope. Who? Vince Young? Dude, he was dope. He won Rookie of the Year. Like, wasn't that Jeff Fisher? That yeah, but I'm talking about, like, longevity, like, a guy. You know what I mean? Man. He was the flash in the pen. Like, he's basically RG3. In, in the NFL. No, RG3, someone else who was, like, taken out by their coach. No, no, no. He took out the coaches. How? He was the one who complained so much about the Shanahan's. No, 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 no. Well, why wouldn't you? He got hurt, and then they put him back in the game, and then he no, got no, no, really no. hurt. See, see, to my understanding, he got hurt and didn't tell them he was hurt and went in and jeopardized the whole team and lost the game. Well, you know what? That's just on the medical staff. But, but also, <laughs> too, that – tell me now that we – in hindsight – 
knowing what kind of character RG3 is, isn't that more likely that his selfish ass was like, all right, I'm not gonna tell nobody I just tore my ACL. You know what I mean? And go well, how, do you, how do you know that you tore your ACL with all that I, adrenaline? Like, I mean, because he pro it probably wasn't his AC. Well, and then I, I don't know which one's worse, ACL or MCL, but he ended up tearing both ACL. after the fact. Yeah, and then he went and blamed. Then he goes and he blames them, and it, well, blames the Shanahan's. And in that same press conference, he proclaims himself that he needs to be in the conversation with the Mannings and the Brady's. And I was like, yeah, I mean, that's 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 stupid. It's just, I mean, smoking. yeah, and, you already and, know that every single professional athlete thinks that way. I mean, whether and, they let it come out of their yeah, mouth, come or on, not, bro, you're smoking. Another story. Come on, you're smoking. <laughs> if you're RG three, you know what I mean. And if you're RG three, that you you know they didn't want you because they wanted Kirk Cousins. This was Snyder who came down and 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 told the GM like, listen, we're getting we're trading up, we're getting RG three. So you know RG3 is coming out with a book, right? I don't know if he's actually It's all out. full of lies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what we think right away. I know there's two I hate Rob. You know what? I can't stand that guy. But you remember how much bullshit was going – I mean, how much bullshit is still going on with, uh, with Washington right now? Yeah. It's an ownership thing. They had the Shanahan's there. Remember all the bullshit staff infections and shit that people were getting? It was like there and like yeah. the Browns where like some weird ass shit kept happening where people were getting staff infections all the time. That's just shit. a dirty ass locker room. <laughs> I mean, you get, I mean, the, the, the most common way to get staff infections, like when you get surgeries or procedures done in hospitals, right? Because, you know, there's obviously that's why they sterilize hospital rooms as best as possible, right? Because motherfuckers be popping yeah. up with staff. And staff's crazy, man. Outside of that, people that do jujitsu, like people that roll on these mats constantly, they, those guys end up with staff because, you know, all you need is like, you know, an, an open area of skin or whatnot. You know what I mean? Right. Get, get that wrong shit in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, huh. but bro, hey, hey listen, I am going to go go on a campaign and tell people that Bob Griffin III's book is trash. And he comes from a long line of trash bobs. <laughs> Bob Bob Griffin the second was trash. Bob Griff Senior, he was ass. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here. <sighs> I guess I just see both sides of it. It's really what it is because what what sucks about the previous NFL that we we've seen is a guy like Jeff Fisher will draft Vince Young and then not really do anything to tailor to him. At least we're seeing people like a guy like Jim Harbaugh, who's been a coach for a while. I mean, he completely did everything to build his team. Well, I'm not going to say build the team, but let's say build the offense or a scheme, offensive scheme around Jackson's, you know, the, the shit that he can do good. And yeah, like, okay, when, when we had Harbaugh, he did not trust Alex Smith at all. Right. We had one of the we had one of the best defenses in the game and one of the best kickers and a solid run game. Okay. So all he wanted to do was play defense, run the ball, kick field goals. And then Alex Smith developed this reputation as being nothing more than a game manager, which is probably true to a lot of uh, extents, but I'm saying it's just hilarious that Jim Hart like I'd say I'll give I'll finally give him props from what he did with Michigan. You know, it, it, this past, you know, ever since he got there, this run. What what year did he get there? Do you know? 
I want to say it was like six years ago. All right. Well, he better have been the one who recruited Aiden Hutchinson. <laughs> if he did, then I'll give him some props because that dude is just – I mean, I'm sure everybody wanted to recruit him, but he was the one who actually landed him. I mean, the recruit that brought him in, of, of course, I'm, I'm sure John Harbaugh spoke with him. You know what I mean? Or Jim. I should say Jim Harbaugh. Huh. Here's hey, it, all came, it came true, Bogey. It came true. Stu's in the building. He said Peyton goes into the booth for a year, and then Jerry comes, <laughs> gives him a bag to come coach in Dallas the following season. <laughs> Bogard literally predicted that this was going to happen, I say, wait, I say, wait, before we move on from Sean Payton. <laughs> hey, look at, Go back to the beginning, Stu, so you can hear it. And here's another thing, too, is, like, I, I – had I was really wrong about Chucky coming from the booth for all those years, and I was like, this guy's gonna have a lot of insight from like talking to like all these teams and seeing how the inner workings, and he should be up to date. Nope, I was wrong. But Sean Payton's a really great coach. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, Chucky is another version of Jim Harbaugh, if you ask me. Ah. Uh, you know why? Because Jim Harbaugh went to the Niners, the team was already built. Right. Oh, Jim Harbaugh. I thought you. I thought you were saying. No, John. John Harbaugh is a yes. different. Yeah. John Harbaugh took his own path. Yeah. He went through the special teams route. I don't know how Chucky started, but Chucky is a guy. When he finally got success, and 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 won a Super Bowl, it was on the back of a team that was already built, and it just so happened that he played his former team that didn't change the playbook. Everything was set up for success for him that year. That's for damn sure. Mm-hmm. Hey, well, you know, karma's a bitch. You know what I mean? Look what happened to him now. That's for sure. That is for sure. And JC says, what up, family? said, bye-bye, Sean Payton, you jackass. I mean, he quit. He didn't get fired. Yeah, what's wrong with Sean Payton? (laughs) He probably doesn't like the way he chews his gum. Jesus Christ made this happen. And Stu said, uh, spent all morning on Mark's random live telling idiot, uh, telling idiots any trade, Dak or picks for Peyton comments going to get your ass timed out. I mean, Stu, I think that you just forget that people like uh, yeah, to have they, fun. Most people don't know anything they're talking about or, or let alone have the information of the entire world on this thing called a smartphone. And instead of researching before they spew off from the brain to the thumbs, you know what I mean? And say dumbass shit like that. They should just go search and be 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 equipped with what you're saying, people. You know what I mean? But like stupid. even us earlier, we probably sounded stupid talking about this college shit, but we're being honest that we don't know about it. We didn't know about who won in 2004 of the SEC. We don't know that shit. We don't NFL. You know what I mean? But you know what? I was right. I had to go research it to double check and make sure that I was right. <laughs> yeah. And I think I just hate Pete Carroll. Yeah. <laughs> And Stu, but you just remember, people like to have fun with what they say. And, you know, just because you know so much, you know, about the inner workings, it's not like you're 100% right about anything. So, I mean, we got got to let people have fun, even if their shit is off the wall, because most people don't know a lick about how the NFL actually works. And uh, Stu said Jerry wants him. I mean, everyone's going to want him. That's the thing. Like, are they, I mean... A bag is nice, but I'm sure he wants to win. And uh, it's no secret he wants to be in Dallas. Why does he want to be in Dallas? He's got a, he's got a home here too, but fuck the morons wanting to trade picks for him. I mean, I don't know. I want to hear him say something about wanting to be he in resi- Dallas. Okay, he resigned. <laughs> so 
there is there's not gonna like it's not it here's an example of this Marshall, he doesn't want to play on a media he doesn't want to coach a mediocre team or a but rebuild the, but the, the actual logistics of this if when, when marshawn lynch retired when he up and decided hey i'm about to play for the town right mm -hmm. they, seattle had the raiders had to trade as soon as he as soon as he got back active in the nfl that contract still existed. They had the rights to him. Yep. Which is crazy to say because, you know what I mean? I don't think any white person is comfortable saying, I have the rights to you, colored <laughs> person. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but that's how it works. And, like, I mean, with Sean Payton, if they – you can't trade for him right now. He just resigned. Plus, why yep. is he – you know what? If he is playing chess and he is playing the long game, why – be like, okay, Jerry, go trade for me right now. And when I get there, we'll have no picks. You know what I mean? Yeah. And who's and to then, say that someone won't offer him a GM job or something then, like that? Here's another thing. Shout out to my man, A1. He made a good point about this. And he ain't even a Cowboys fan. He said, I don't think Sean Payne's going to want to duel uh, 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 for authority with, with Jerry Jones when it comes to football-isms. Hell yeah, like you know what I mean? Because he's have he's Sean Payton, you know, he he was more he was like slash GM over there. And and he was the reason why they're like, man, we don't need this squinty-eyed bastard Ryan Pays. <laughs> you know what I mean? They got rid of Ryan Pays, they're like, man, Sean Payton's the guy. Because Sean know? Payton isn't a puppet, like he's not a yes man. I I'm telling you, I'm I'm just gonna stay consistent. Jerry Jones needs to die. All the Cowboys fans out there, I know it's horrible, but you're going to be so happy when Jerry Jones is dead because, you know what I'm saying, until that day or before, he might even figure out how to be immortal, how to just live. He probably he probably bought the Fountain of Youth for all we fucking know because his son is actually the guy you, they would want running shit. The son is the guy, uh, apparently, who's talked him out of, like, drafting Johnny Manziel right. and drafting, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. His talking, son, him off, talking him off the cliff on some stupid decisions. Yeah. He was about to make. He'd be like, you know what would be great, son? It's Johnny Manziel. He's like, nah, dad. He said, look, son, that's why you don't run this. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he, he, listen, Jerry Jones is a, he's like the Vince McMahon of football. Yeah. Yeah. But I like, mean, he was, he was uh con before con, right? Because <laughs> that's what they're trying to do now. Yeah. Like those... a draw. They're just trying to draw. We're America's team. You know and I mean? and Stu, he said, bro, you had to be there. It was trolls all morning. Different scenario than these confines here. You Why do you think you that there's not going to be people trolling the Cowboys? Why even waste your energy and, on trolls? And I bet you that's mostly Cowboys just arguing with each other, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Because, because these are the same guys that are disillusioned of that they're going to win every year. You know what I mean? These are the same ones that are like fire McCarthy and bring them in champagne now. Yeah. How many years does Sean? How many years does McCarthy have left? So you're gonna pay him for a whole year, like Green Bay did. Green Bay yeah. got rid of him; they still had to pay him for the existing, pay out the rest of the contract. Yeah, you know, because they fired him. You know what I mean? Yep. See, Sean yeah. Bay named Trippin. He got a lot of he got a lot of uh, bread. You know what I mean? He's like, listen, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna retire, or I'm gonna resign. I'll give you guys whatever money back from this year, and uh, and probably it probably doesn't have to give him anything because there hasn't been. The, the physical football year, yeah, I think that's June. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? When when things kick in, the the next the, the the new contract years. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Ronald said Peyton is like fuck this without Breeze. 
I mean, this was probably one of his harder years having to coach. I mean, last year was probably tough, you know, with Breeze as well, um, being out for like half the year with all those broken-ass ribs. But he had a game where he had to start Ian Book. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I'm going to quit this game. He's like, what? He's like, they – and then, I mean – yeah, Sean Payton though, like it's being I, spoiled. It's being spoiled though, because I will say there's not. I mean, there's only so many Drew Breeses that are ever going to exist, like in the and, history of the NFL. And I think, I think my love for Dak is solely based on fantasy. And now I don't even love him because he didn't, he didn't deliver this year. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Because in down. reality, in reality, he needs the whole thing. I ain't never seen him carry that team. No, I mean, the only times that it happened were for, like, short spurts at a time. You know, like, um, was it last year when he, he has those crazy games and then he gets hurt? You know, and, you know, as fantasy people, we like to say, oh, if it was a 16-game season, you know, it would have been this and this and this. Yeah. I so mean. Now 17-game season. I think Sean Payne's just fully aware that, you know, that you've been in the game that long. You notice things not turning around over there. No, it's re it's full rebuild right now. Mike Mike Thomas, you know, Michael Thomas is all fucked up over there. I mean, the defense, I mean, the defense is good, but it's very old right now. Yeah, they're good for now. Yeah, they got like Malcolm Jenkins, Demario Davis, Cam Jordan. I mean, all those guys are like it like 35. Like, you know, the three of their biggest stars are about to be out of the league potentially in a year or two. Yeah, and Marshawn Lattimore, he's just, you know, number one corners get older while number one receivers stay young. Yeah. I already said it looked like Marshawn Lattimore lost. I mean, maybe not even a full step, but even a half a step. You know, when you're going up against these guys who run four threes and four fours, I mean, that half a step makes a difference. It took him it took him half the season to get going good. Yeah. This year. Yeah. It's just different. <laughs> I'm hella mad. We got this like collectible. It was like an impulse buy. My son saw it. He wanted like, it was like this this set of like these mini NFL figures, like 16 of them. And it's like Mahomes and Brady and George Kittle and, you know, just CeeDee Lamb, just all these, the, the who's who. And he wanted to open it. And I'm like, all right, cool. And now they're all gone. And he's, and he's talking about, oh, it's George Kittle. I don't know where he's at, bro. Yeah. And I started getting around the room. And I started getting more into Legos and stuff. And like, um, like we got some, some small ones that Noble's kind of like putting together, but then I got some bigger ones where it's like me and him are doing it together, but then he just wants to play with it. And like, he runs away with like pieces. Then he'll come back with like half of them. Like what happened? Where are they? Right. Hey, listen, (laughs) I hate Legos, bro. You know how many times Legos had injured me? Hey, if if y'all know, it's, it's the worst thing to be walking barefoot. And step on a Lego on the stairs, bruh. I don't even walk barefoot anymore because of that and because of Noble. Like, I got the house slippers on always. I, You know what I do? I kick my feet around. <laughs> like, I kind of drag them so in case there's something I didn't see, I'm kicking it out of the way before I step on that joint. <laughs> like, I swear to God, I hurt my back stepping on a Lego one time. <laughs> step on a Lego and I just, just oh! When, oh yeah, it was like when they, hit your, when they hit your knee at the doctor's office and, like, your arm flings up or something. Yeah. I step on that leg, um, I just collapse, bro. I just fold up. I just feel it in my back. Ah! 
man, Legos, it's crazy. There was this, uh, I forget what college, what kid in college, like did this big, like research study on like Legos versus like gold and stocks and bonds and all that shit. And like Legos is actually one of the most, like this, one of the strongest investments that you could have made from like the mid eighties until now, because they said it's an average of 11% increase. Wow. Year over year. And all this time I was trying to move the wrong bricks. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what's crazy, man. Like, I seen this Millennium Falcon. It came out in the early 2000s. Probably was like, I don't know, maybe like somewhere from like five to $800. That shit's going for like four bands. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's 20 years old at this point. But, yeah. I mean, that's still crazy, though. And then that's when you get into like in the integral structure of the box. And you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, because that's got to be, like, brand new, everything sealed, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, like, a lot of these Lego sets that I'm getting now, um, yeah, me and Noble, actually, we're going to start a Lego channel where we're building up bricks and stuff. And uh, You do, you do time-lapse it? Yep, exactly, yeah. And so it's not going to be, like, me and him. It'll be, like, you know, we're just, like, placing the pieces, like, on the board and, or you're on it, whatever, and then it's just, you know, speed up at the speed of light where you just see the whole thing getting built. And then uh, you got to put the sound effects in there too. Oh yeah, and uh, <laughs> I got to treat them like Jordans these days, man. Because you got to have one to use and then one to keep stock. Because like, I'm trying to get like if the these Legos are gonna retire or whatever, trying to buy up a couple of them, you know, just to like have them. Because once they retire within a year, they're automatically going up. Wow, that's not bad. Only a year. Yeah. Well, I mean, the longer you hold it, the more it'll go up, but it's crazy. So this one I bought, uh, it's uh, a town, uh, the town hall. It, it came out in like 2012 when I was on house arrest in 2014, I started buying Legos, get some shit to do with my time. And it was, it was a $200 set. I don't remember how many pieces, maybe like 2000 or something like that. I looked online. If I had that shit brand new in the box right now, I could get $1,200 for it. Damn. <laughs> used i could get five to six hundred dollars as long as i it's mean complete so shout out to my 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 crazy cousin ryan man because when we were kids and on christmas you know we opened up like x-men figures and shit he would never open his toys bro because he was that kid like i'm gonna i'm gonna save the i'm gonna save this and i'm like what tearing that shit open and playing with these motherfuckers you know what i mean like the 40 40 year old virgin stop yeah, or like a kid or like you know your grandma's like, here's a, a, a $50, you know, um, what do they call those? A savings bond. Yeah. Like, 18, yeah. it'll be worth 50 bucks. <laughs> like, fuck that. <laughs> like, you know, kids don't have patience for that shit. But, you know, hey, if you had the wherewithal, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's the that's the hard thing. And I mean, I didn't have Legos when I was a kid. We weren't we weren't living like that. So I mean, I didn't have any action figures like that that were worth saving or anything for years and years. Maybe a couple random things, but nothing like that. But now we just got to know some of these things we got to save. So I had this. I remember my, I was really into like X Men figures, like when I was like in like first, second, third grade and shit. And I remember my mom. She got me like. It was the hall. It was the Hall of Fame. So I had, it had the X Men, and then it had Professor X, and they never had a Professor X figure. Nice. It had, it had um all it had all the goddamn, uh bad guys on the bottom right, and it was all the '80s figures, but now they had this new Professor X figure in there. And what's funny is, 
I actually saved that because you couldn't, oh, you couldn't, these, they were all like glued to their pose. You know what I mean? Okay. So it was whack. I was like, oh, this is whack. But then like, yeah, I ended up holding on to that. It was probably worth like a hundred bucks or 50 bucks at the time, like brand new. You know what I mean? And I, and, and in high school, I sold that to this comic shop and I got a hundred bucks for it. So, you know, that was basically maybe less than 10 years later. But also you gotta imagine X-Men was ultra popular probably until like the early 2000s, you know what I mean? Cause yeah. that's, when the, that's when the writers in Marvel started really like focusing in on like Avengers and new oh, yeah. Spider-Man and you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, and I'll even tell you what it was that got me more in back into the Lego kick. So I went to Comic-Con 2013 and they had these, uh, this Lego set and it was the Back to the Future, the DeLorean, and it oh, has yeah. the Marty McFly minifigure and the Doc Brown minifigure and all that. And they were only 35 bucks and it was like being released at Comic-Con before anywhere else. And so you were able to buy up to four boxes of them. They were only 35 bucks. So I just bought all four. And uh, when I was looking at Legos on Amazon and shit and eBay uh, um, just over the last week, I noticed that those sealed in the box, um, they're going for over $200 right now. Damn. And I have three of them that I never opened. So I'm like, man, all right, about to come up on this real quick. Yeah. Just, I, I mean, sure, just keep one in the. Like my man's, he, he got one of them bot joints and he'd be fucking with, uh, he'd be fucking with all the kicks. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, it's funny because I go, man, have you been killing it or what? And he's like, he's like, I'm addicted. I just buy them and I just, I, I got to hold them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Even though you could resell some, like he has these, uh, he has these Christian Dior Jordans they came out with like during quarantine. And uh -huh. like, yeah. And these motherfuckers are like worth a couple bands already. You know what I mean? It, it came out, it was like 1200. Yeah. You know what I mean, but they worked a few bands on. I'm like, I'm like, how many did you get of those? And he's like, I had three. I'm like, oh man, you ready? And, 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 and it's just crazy because it's like now he's coming, he's having a problem of storing shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know Hell I mean? yeah, man. Gotta get a storage locker for all that shit you now. I mean? See, I wouldn't even trust a storage locker because now you're worried about moisture fucking shit up and you know all I mean? type, all type of shit. Yeah. So all kind of spiders in your shit. Yep. Man, and uh <laughs> let, let me read through some of these comments. Having a good time talking over here about some random off the wall shit. Smokey the cat cat said, What up, guys? Doing any mock drafts with us on Sleeper or any other platform? Thanks. Yes. This Friday, we're doing a mock draft. It's going to be a Dynasty-style mock draft um, on Sleeper, but like kind of the way that I do it with IDP mixed in. It's going to be 15 rounds, 60-second uh, picks. Still going to go for a minute. And um, doing a third-round reversal, you know, like a lot of things that, um, that you're going to have to get ready for. Are you doing for. the Super Flex? Oh, of course, man. Okay. For so Dynasty, who's the, who's if you play one, one, is it still Mahomes? I, I say yeah, still. I might argue I, I could I could take Joe Burrow. I mean, shit, I thought you were going to say Josh Allen. And, I mean, really, any of those? Those they, three. They could be 101 in a super flex dynasty easily. Yeah. No one And no one would bat an eye if you took any of those three. Like, I think Joe Burrow's going to own that division just like um, – what's his name? Just like Mahomes owns the, the AFC West. But Mahomes has hurt. Depends on who goes there. Ravens are legit. I mean, I Ravens know, are but it depends on who goes to Pitt. What if Rodgers goes to Pitt? You gonna change that tune? Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, right, what if Jameis Winston that? went to Pitt? Does that change your tune? Nah. <laughs> Love is your fantasy, though. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Especially that he's coming off the ACL. He's going to he's gonna be throwing. You know, we're not worried about this guy cutting and, and juking. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, so anyone who wants to get into mock drafts on a normal basis, because I'm going to try to hold one like every single week, at least um, every other week, you know, for sure. But um, yeah, we're going to be doing these dynasty ones. You got to get in on Patreon, patreon.com slash FF hustler 420. Uh, you got to get into the discord chat because that's where I'm throwing it out there first. Uh, who wants to get into a mock draft on, uh, you know, X day and it's about to, it's going to be Friday. So I'm going to start getting people in tomorrow and Thursday and uh, you got to be there for the long haul. You can't, uh, you can't dip out early. You got to be able to keep drafting. Hey, next year. Let's do one of them crazy 20-team joints. Redraft. Okay. Like, let's just have one of those, even if it's just $25 or whatnot, like, because those are just gangster as fuck. Yeah. So not like the guillotine league where it's someone gets chopped, but, like, every single week people yeah. are playing. <laughs> and it's like, you know, it's obviously it'd be single QB, and it'd probably be, like, a single flex type of league. You know? Or maybe, I mean, a, a double flex, single receiver, single running back league. You know? Yeah, it'd have to be something like that. Yeah. 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 Single everything except tight end, and that'll just be mixed in with the flex and like two flex spots, but it's like six starters or some shit like that. Because yeah. twenty teams, like man, it's gonna be fucking. You're already playing some scrubs as starters. Let's go. <laughs> they ain't ready for it. They ain't ready for it. <laughs> and Stu, of course, Dak is one oh one next year. Man, you drafted Joe Burrow over, or not Joe Burrow? You drafted uh, Herbert over Dak in a league, and I know you were stoked about that. <laughs> I'll take Herbert over Dak. Oh, of course, man. Of course. every Everybody will. You know and what's crazy, bro? Actually, and you know what? Did I take Burrow over Dak? I think at night. I, I can't remember. No, in that number seven Dak. league. You took it was, Dak. No, I took Dak and, and Lamar. Lamar. And um, but I can't remember who went first in there, but I swear Herbert went. Uh, I, I, took I think Burrow. it was like Stu. I think Stu drafted Herbert. In I that took league. Burrow in that league. I took him. I think I was nine or uh, I was a. Uh, 9, 10, 11, 12. I was 10th overall? Yeah. Yeah, I fucked that off. I, fu I definitely should have went Burrow over Jackson. <laughs> I went Burrow and then Kelsey in the tight end premium. And then I was able to get Najee Harris because I had the – I was on the other side of the turnaround. Yeah. The, the, the reversal. Yep. So, I, you know what I mean? So, that was kind of my, my, my little strategy. I was like, I'm going to get Cam Akers or Harris here for sure. And then Cam Akers went right before me. Yeah, see, I took uh, I took Dak and Lamar over Herbert, Burrow, and Wilson were the next three QBs. You you know what's funny too? Stu, you ready to trade? Stu, you ready to trade? Let's get a Herbert. Uh, let's get a Herbert Dak trade uh, talking. Because yeah, I would much rather have Dak over Herbert, but to do you a favor, Stu, I definitely would entertain uh, a trade. <laughs> Leave my man. Don't rewind. Alone. Don't rewind. He's going straight for the heart. <laughs> yeah, and the fantasy guy. What up, bro? And I saw you message me on Twitter. I'm gonna hit you back after the show. Said I love those twenty uh, those twenty man leagues. Said twenty man leagues start ten. Laugh my ass off. People will wet their pants. Oh, because you got to go deep. Down the rabbit hole on a twenty-team league, like motherfuckers would have been on Isaiah McKenzie like week four. Like, you know, there's this guy, <laughs> he plays like four percent of the snaps. <laughs> That's when you start you start playing return men and shit that that, that are designated as receivers. Yeah. Yep. 
And uh, oh, well, before we got off the Lego talk, we had a couple comments. JC said, dude, the original Death Star Lego, like 600 bucks back in the day, selling for thousands. Hell yeah, because I was one of those real huge ones. And they, they remade it um, like 10 years ago at this point. And now that's already retired. Now that's like, I think, going for like 1500 when it was like a $500 or $600 piece. Crazy amount of uh, pieces, like 4,000 pieces. Was there such a thing as like, after you build the joint, was there something you could spray and keeps it all together and for display? I mean, I don't I'm sure there is. I never uh I never really looked into anything like that. And I'm sure there's ways that you can glue it, you know, on there. Yeah. You can't but I think it, it's one of those things though. I don't know if I'd ever want to glue it together because man, shit's <laughs> shit's gonna always be for sale, like if the right price comes yeah. along, man. This is uh you know, I mean, I don't like to sell my Jordans, but there was a couple times where the right prices just came along for ones that I didn't really care about that much. And, you know, everything's for sale. Can I remember when I, when, I was, uh, when I was having my first kid and I was selling like a bunch of my J's, I just had them in the stew. I would just bring them with me to the studio, put all the boxes there. And I swear to God, they sold themselves. Oh, yeah. Because people Man, just I've seen, I've seen people buying beat up, like used to shit Jordans and still paying 40, 50 bucks. <laughs> Most people I mean, might just throw those things away, but you or, can or still they just, Or they want a ball in them. Well, maybe. I mean, I the ones that I've seen, <laughs> I don't know if I, <laughs> I... I had, I had basketball shoes like a motherfucker growing up. Didn't even play basketball in them. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And uh, oh wait, what what did Ronald say? He was like, I collect guitars. The value goes up way better than stocks. Yeah, man. I mean, because yeah. I think guitars are like the same way, where they like retire the models and yeah. shit like that, and like only have a certain amount. Gibsons, like there's there's a yeah. ton of different Gibsons. They're all numbered. Yeah. yeah, and the only time I see shit about that, you know, going back to the Pawn Stars, it was always some crazy amount, you know, that the these guitars were worth. The know, legit, right? the legit Gibsons. That's how you know Jeff Jared was a boss because he was just smashing fools with guitars all day. <laughs> man, and uh, there's one guitar that I still have. Um, man, so freaking – well, I have two guitars actually. But uh, one of them is signed by Stan Lee and um, – Yeah, yeah, you told you showed me this actually. Yeah, and what's his name? What's the other guy's name, man? Set, um, uh, McFarlane. He said – he said, read that signature. He's like, what do you say? He's like, is that Randy Jackson or what, what was his name? <coughs> he's, like, why'd you, he's like, why'd you make him sign your, your, your ninja sword? He's like, why wouldn't I? <laughs> I'm probably murdering the words, the, the lines, but you guys get the gist. And Austin said, I collect cards, man. So we had a fire at my house. Nobody was there, thankfully. Back when I was like 15, 16 and like, the, the fire wasn't in my room, but like the insurance people who came and like picked everything out and all that shit, like uh, um, they, they ended up snatching, ended up snatching like the the booklets of the cards that I had, and they were they were all in like you know the um the, what, the sleeves and all that shit, yeah, and the binder, yeah. So I mean the binder was fucked up, and I would have had to get a new binder and new sleeves or whatever. But I mean all the cards, I think I mean would have been good. Damn. There's a lot of ran there's a lot of random ones in there, so I'm butthurt about like cards in general. Yeah, I remember um the first I had a box set of cards, it was probably like 1990 NFL, right? 
I hella remember this because rest in peace to my godfather. He, he's a big ass six foot five black dude, right? He gives me this box and he's like, the entire set, Jay, don't fuck this shit up. Yeah, that shit did not last. <laughs> <laughs> I've thrown them, thrown them motherfuckers everywhere like I was gambit and shit. <laughs> I didn't know what I had. <laughs> yeah. You never, never really do unless you have someone. One, I guess he told you don't fuck it up, but. Well, I, mean, I learned the people. value. I learned the value of taking care of shit uh, uh, through my older cousins because they they got me in. They're the ones that got me into Marvel shit and like the way they used to like like my cousin. He had a whole wall. It had sleeves all over him, and he just, so he used so his room decor was comics. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like the way if I wanted to read one, the way he would take it out of the sleeve and like. He'd be like, you turn the page like this, and like, I'd be like, oh shit, okay, like you know what I mean, like, <laughs> like don't fuck my shit up, or I'll fuck you up for real, like, because you know I mean? like, and yeah, those motherfuckers is is uh, like, comics is the funniest because what you know what people fail to realize is like they started mass producing these joints, they're not worth the, the value just went away as soon as yeah. the popul- popularity went up, yeah. More people got to have it. More comic card collecting stores popping up everywhere. Like, that was a part of your community growing up. You know, you had comic stores around. Collecting oh, yeah. comic stores, hobby stores, whatever they called them. You know, you had joints where you could buy and sell and trade your shit. You know, on Fridays, you'd have a bunch of weirdos there playing Magic the Gathering. And, and like, <laughs> like, Pogs. Motherfuckers used to have Pog tournaments at, at fucking card stores. Like, yep. I used to get them motherfuckers just playing games for real, though. You know what I'm saying? They had arcade machines everywhere. That was when the liquor stores, remember, even liquor stores, arcade machines everywhere. Like, it's so funny because um, I think the convenience of these days, it takes out the nostalgia of things. Like, if I wanted a comic, I had to go to the comic store and seek it out. I knew that I knew the drop date. I knew that, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, if you got in good with the, the comic store uh, motherfuckers, like, you know, you come through the night before, you know, and, and get that shit a, a night earlier. Yeah. Just, like, pumped. You know what I mean? Like, but, like, now it's like you could just download the app and yeah. buy the comics. And it, it's more convenient. But oh, it's yeah. Like, there's just no value to it at all. Right. For and I mean, especially now, you know, they're like, I mean, except for Legos. If Legos puts collector yeah. on it, it's because it's like an ultimate collector, you know, edition and like some crazy ass thing. But collectors are like, around on too much shit. And because when they put collectors on it too, they're only making X amount of them. Well, it depends. I mean, it, it depends. Well, I mean, for the Legos, yeah. Yeah. But I'm just, I mean, there's a lot of uh, toy companies and shit. They'll just throw collector series on anything. Okay. I want to hear from the chat too. And, and you as well, Huss, like. Cause I never got into the NFTs or anything like that. And apparently like miles is like starting to, he's getting into the game where he's making these motherfuckers. Now he's like, I can make Bogart NFTs. I'm like, what? So it, yeah. it's going to, it's going to be the rage. It, the NFTs are very fucking hard to explain because it could just be something that an artist made. It's one of one. That's yours. You know, maybe the artist <laughs> is popular. Um, DraftKings, they came out with NFTs and it was like the first one they came out with was, um, it was, uh, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, like digital, like cards. And it's like Tom Brady signature. And there was like 10 different options. And one of them, there was like 10,000 available. And then like, you go all the way up to the one that they were selling for $1,500. There was only 10 available and it was like platinum, some color or whatever. And then since there's only 10 of them, motherfuckers are trying to resell it. 1500 
two weeks later trying to sell them for 90,000 plus. Who knows if any of them sold or not, but that's how rare they are and it's never going to get made again. Bro, if they had one of him eating an avocado, bro. No, that's money. That's money right there. Oh my God. (laughs) I would would be in that bidding room. So here's here's what else like uh, so you know Mr. Wonderful from um, uh, Shark Tank right? Yep. I was He's gonna awesome. say I'm I'm like I don't know Mr. Wonderful. It sounds like sounds like some another dude shouldn't say to a dude, but then you said Shark Tank. I'm like, oh yeah, I know him. <laughs> so he's getting more into uh, NFTs as well, and just all this type of stuff. Where I, I think he's more onto it than you know. Besides Mark Cuban, he's the one who's like gonna be full force behind this. So he's into like these crazy collectible like watches. Like way, you know, old time, what you know, 50s, 60s, and all the kind of stuff, but just a lot of vintage stuff. He said that he sees NFTs eventually being a certificate of authenticity for something as well that you actually have physically. See, I like that. But here's another thing. What's crazy about that is you can't destroy N- NFTs. Like Fat Joe. There was like the two pairs of this one shoe. I don't I couldn't tell you what shoe it is. I just remember seeing this on YouTube before. And he finally got his his hands on the second pair. And the first thing he did is destroyed it. <laughs> Cause then it's like one of one. Yeah. 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 Well, That's and funny. someone was like um, Mark Cuban. He was like, Imagine having the Mona Lisa or something like that. He's like, you can't even like keep it in your house. You know, you got to keep it all locked up. You're never going to show it to anybody. Yeah. He's like, with this, you can literally have it on your phone where you can show it to someone. If they steal your phone, they're still not stealing that thing. Yeah. Whatever it is. You know what? I want an NFT of that dude in the 2020 draft for the NFL. When they go show Mike Vrabel, there's the dude in the background. He's taking a dump with the door open. <laughs> And he's on the phone, and, like, and, he was, and he's like a yoked ass dude wearing like a bodysuit too. It's like he was taking one of them protein shake dumps for sure. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know why they had the door open, but that that was hilarious. Like, I swear to God, that that, that NFT would go hard. <laughs> and uh, Ronald said, "NFT in all reality is a perfect way to launder money." And my guess is that it has something to do with the creation in the first place. Everyone else buys, uh, buys is and just the base that makes it legit. Well, so. Now here's uh, here's another thing. Okay, so there's there's lots that's of fucking brilliant. I just want to say that's brilliant. I didn't think of that initially. And look so, at the Shark Tank billionaire guys. They're in the like, you know what? It's how we're gonna launder our money. <laughs> <laughs> so here's here's another um, here's another way that NFT has been used. I forget the artist. I can't think of it um, for the life of me right now. But there's an artist who made um, an album, and every single track on there he made an NF- He turned it into an NFT. It's like the person, like, I don't know if they have the rights to the song or something, but something to where they're going to be making money, you know, based on that track. And if they resell it, the artist who made it gets a little, gets royalties on that. Every time it's sold after, like whoever sells it, well, actually, I think it's whoever creates it gets royalties off of each sale that happens after the fact. That's crazy. I'm... I don't even know what NFT stands for. Non-fungible token. Wow. I like how you knew that route to get. <laughs> All right. I'm on a mission. I want to have a whole Bogart series of NFTs. It's, it's going down. Peacock. Yeah. 
Because Peacock told me he's like, hey, I can make NFTs of y'all. Like, what? I don't even know. I'm like, I'm like, those are them card things, right? Digital cards. He's like, yeah. He's like, there's more to it. Like, kind of left the conversation there, but yeah. Okay, yeah, we're doing the that. only NFT that I own right now is actually like a Shaq card that they made, and it's like a real, um, you know. I mean, all these athletes are getting into making the NFTs now. I mean, shit, bro. Like, if I'm, I mean, if anyone famous, if they have kids and stuff like that, like, you know what I mean? Like, we'll make NFTs that you could. That, that would be like fucking your kids' college fund, basically. If you're if you're famous, yeah. I'm telling you, bro. People are rich. People are are crazy, or people just are crazy with money in general. They would buy that NFT of the dude taking a dump in the background of the draft in in Mike Vrabel's house. You know as long I mean? as long as there was only like one of those, one or, or two, two of those, yeah. or something. Yep. Hell right? yeah. Yeah. So we got we got to get into this for sure. Um, because I've been uh, I've been beating around the bush a little bit, but especially if like we have someone who actually is making you know all the designs and stuff, that makes it a lot. I mean, that might be the easiest part for all I know. I have no idea, but more research will be coming. Yeah. All right, let's get back into some of this news. We got really, really far off the rails there, and I fucking love it. Um, yeah, that's what we do. Antonio Brown. You heard the news, how he's coming out, like, talking big shit, how he wants to play with Lamar Jackson, and that's, like, the kid, the, the next QB that he wants to, you know, be up in arms with. Well, this one was uh, this was one of the rumors – during the uh, Antonio Brown like sweepstakes, supposedly, you know what I mean? When they were like, right. "We're going to resign. He's going to re. Is Tampa Bay going to bring him back for a year? Is you know what I mean? It obviously there was co- there's correlations with you know his cousin, um, uh, Marquise Brown, and uh, oh, I thought you were going to hit the drop. <laughs> Trying, I'm going. It's going slow. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Anyways, not so much Hollywood Brown, his cousin. You know, I mean, they they were they were all throwing the rock together in the off season, or you know, they're he they were catching passes, I should say, from you know. So you know, I mean, he's already tried to play his put his little chess pieces into motion, but yeah. like Antonio Brown's not that smart. You know what I mean? No, no, he's not the brightest crayon in the box. That's for sure. No. So we'll and see I, what I, we'll see you what happens. Smart John Harbaugh. He's gonna be like, I don't, I don't want that bullshit in my fucking locker room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we don't even have to talk about that too much. I just thought it was funny. He's got, he's got to keep saying shit to uh, make sure that he stays relevant. You know, on I mean, his songs ain't hitting. No, definitely not. They're whack as. Fuck. I bet you they get hella views though, because as soon as he drops them, everyone's gonna go at least hear it one time. They're like, oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I went. And, I mean, I didn't watch it on YouTube or anything, but I told you I listened to it on Apple Music. So you got, he got a. I don't know if it counts as a download because I didn't download it. There you You go. Game stream. Yeah. All right. We got two new GM hires. We'll talk about the one that we don't really know about too much, and I'll I'll go uh, look him up on Wikipedia. Um, But the Vikings, I don't even know how to pronounce his name fully. Uh, Kwesi Adolfo Mensa is who they hired as their new GM. Sounds like a former player for sure. (laughs) Yeah. And let me see. Let's see if we can uh, see if I can find his uh, Wikipedia information. Tight. So they hired a black GM. Hell yeah. Huh. Former basketball player and uh, played for the prestigious Princeton University. Nice. He's a smart dude. And then he said he went to Stanford for a master in economics. Okay. Damn. So he goes from Princeton and he's like, you know what? You know who's the shit in economics? Stanford. (laughs) 
God damn, this dude's smart. He's a real okay. African, bro. Yep. And then uh, before joining Cleveland, he um, he served as the director of football research and development for almost three years. He was also an executive director in I don't know what this is in Credit Credit Suisse Commodities Proprietary Group. And this is him. This is uh, so. But as far as football goes, in, in re recent history, before he retired, he was in Cleveland. Yeah, he was with the Browns. Okay, I wonder what his role was over there. Because they actually did turn that roster around. Direct, director of football research and development. Okay. Dope. Yeah, because, you know, the Vikings, they need they need to be fully researched and developed. <laughs> and there we go. Ronald said he's only 40 years old. So, yeah. One That's of awesome. Younger okay. GM. So, you got some new blood in here. That, that You know, you tend to go contrarian to what you, what you formerly dealt with, right? Yep. That's usually a thing. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah that, that hire, I mean, you know, what's funny is like, I was just saying like most of these GMs, we will never know who the fuck they is and, until they start making noise anyway. Right. Like everyone knows who Chris Ballard is because he, all the phenomenal turnarounds in Kansas city and, and now in Indy, you know what I mean? I didn't, I didn't know who that was until you said his name. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, but you know me, I'm a nut though. Oh Yeah. Co I mean, I, coaches and GMs and all that shit up until now and hanging out with you. Like, that's when I started, like, trying to pay attention to it. Well, I mean, because you know what, too, is like, this is why I, I think, think it's important because it's it's uh, ideologies, philosophies, like, you know what I mean, systems. Like, you, you kind of can already project what they're going to do if you know what, what the coach's system is. Like, you know what I mean? Like, especially because from a fantasy perspective, like, you know, I hope, like, uh, you know, a, a run first um, – I hope a run first head coach or, or a offensive coordinator gets there in, in Denver because I want, like they're looking at Nathaniel Hack, uh, Hatchinson. I like that because yeah. that's good for Javante Williams. You know what I mean? Like and, that, that's why it's good to know those things, but, but it's also just makes you sound smarter too, right? Like <laughs> when we're on shows like this, you know what I mean? It just makes, makes it sound like we know what we're talking about. Cause we do for the record. You know what I mean? Yep. And so actually it looks like his his last um his last title was VP of football operations with the Browns. Okay, dope. I mean, I like what he's doing too because he's one of the guys that's like, okay, we gotta pay Baker. And he's like, not yet. You know what I mean? We need yeah. a Chubb though. Cause that, that that's big. Like when you paid Chubb before Baker, and then look at Baker went on if Baker got paid and had the same year, they would they would be really disappointed. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, so that's that's. Well, that's I guess awesome. another thing: do they, if they paid him though, would they have got him surgery? You know, and actually took care of their investment. I mean, you know, as well, they were in it though. At but, that point, at, at that point, they were yeah. for sure. Yeah, like th there was one point. At going Weren't they leading? Weren't they leading the the division so, for a while? They were tied for a while going into like week eleven. A ton of them were like six and five in that division. It was. Yeah. It was uh, going into week 12, they're, they're like, there were like, there were like three of them were like six and five. And then, you know what I'm saying? The Browns were like six and six or whatever. Going to week 13, that's what it was. Yep. Yeah. Which is crazy. You know what I mean? He's playing, he's playing hell hurt. But I'm saying, no, that was a smart decision. I'm just trying to find some like, because this guy's going to go in there and, and with the Vikings and he's going to have like, I think he's going to have a ton of money to spend too. Probably. You got to bring in a coach too. Yeah, so, you know, you know, I wonder who he's connected to. I mean, maybe, 
maybe he brings over. I mean, like what what kind of culture are you going to go with? A, a defensive minded or offensive minded head coach? You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially maybe he brings over a special teams guy and shake things up. You know what I mean? I mean, maybe you know. There's and then there's all these names that are going to be floating around right now. Like, let, let's get to the other one that I know more about though. Let's go. Let's go to the Ryan Poles, the hire the GM hire for Chicago. Yeah. All right. And uh, and before we do that, I'll read out Ryan, um, Ronald's comment here. He said, "There's no one in Philly who doesn't know who Howie Roseman is." I mean, that's different because yeah. I, I know who he is for sure. And he said he started with the Eagles when he was 25 and uh, and GM at 35. That's mm-hmm. Howie Roseman's philosophy is simple to me: just build up the trenches in the draft. Yeah. You know what I mean, and look at how fucking dope Howie Roseman is. When he's like, all right, this Carson Wentz thing ain't working. Let's go in. Who's who's fucking stupid enough to give us a first round? And then we'll cut some type of deal like, hey, he has to play 70% or this, that, whatever the fuck it was, remember? And yep. they got their first round. And now they're going – and then they make the trade with the Dolphins. And this, they have three first rounds coming into this draft. And they probably yep. – and now they can, talk about, they can talk about Watson. They might fuck yep. around and get Deshaun Watson now with, yeah. all, with all that capital. A lot of things can happen. And so, um, so yeah, Ryan Poles. So he was with the Chiefs, right? Yeah, he was part of like their scout department. Says executive, <laughs> executive director of player personnel. That's what it is. Yep, you gotta love that because he. That means he was probably elevated around the time Ballard left. You know what I mean? Yeah, guys like him don't have Wikipedias. Like these GMs, <laughs> they're not like no one really knows who they are to create Wikipedias for them. It's not like the players until they get hired in, as a GM. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So now these guys will maybe get it. But yeah, um, 36, 36 mm-hmm. years old. Four, so, uh, he was undrafted. He's un- he was- uh oh, bogey in the matrix. So 36 years old, and uh, we're reportedly direct uh directly to uh, McKayski, uh previously the Bears general manager, reported to the team president, um, Ted Phillips. Well, good, they're changing stuff around here. And let me see. We'll wait for Bogart to get back in here. I'm curious how long he was actually with Kansas City. Let's see, where is it? How long has Ryan Poles? In with KC. He's very curious. Let's see. He was appointed to that post in June, but has been with the Chiefs for 13 years. Damn. That's crazy. So he's been there through all the thick and thin. All the thick and thin. That is nuts. Let me see. Where else we at here? He joined the Chiefs in May 2009, scouting assistant uh, on the former general manager's staff. Quickly moved up to college scouting coordinator and a role he served uh, throughout the GM, uh, Dorsey's tenure. Let's see. Let me see. Uh, Poles was promoted to director of college scouting and assistant director of player personnel and eventually the executive director of player personnel. He um, oversaw all aspects of scouting college football players for Kansas City. And they've drafted pretty – I mean, you know, other than CEH, (laughs) 
Um, I mean, they definitely should have went Taylor, but uh, that's not that's probably not on him. That's probably on uh, on Mahomes. But uh, that's crazy. So at least for the last handful of years, he's been dealing with all the college scouting. And so they went with someone who's better at scouting versus um, like the Buffalo defensive coordinator, Dallas D coordinator, D coordinator for the uh, the Bucks. Yeah, so they went with someone a little bit. Uh, they went with an executive, someone who's uh, in the executive role, not someone who's out there calling plays. Devin in the building. What up, bro? And Ronald said all three picks are clumped together in the middle of the first. Andy Reid, so many coaches, and his coaching tree is insane. That is for sure. All right. Let's see if Bogey's going to make it back here. And uh, I got to get ready to take Noble to his uh, American Ninja Warrior class here pretty soon. So we'll smoke this bowl. We'll give Bogey a second to get back here. And uh, if he doesn't get back here soon, the last two things that we're going to talk about, we'll just talk about tomorrow. We're going to talk about Tom Brady and uh, Aaron Rodgers a little bit. And uh, maybe we'll just save that for tomorrow either way. Shout out to everyone in the stream right now. What are you guys smoking on? So put that in your pipe and smoke it. Roll a fatty for this pimp daddy. Smoke weed every day. Man, ain't nothing wrong with smoking weed. Weed is from the earth. God put this here for me and you. Take advantage, man. Take advantage, man. Don't give me that shit about it's a drug. It ain't no motherfucking drug. I done done the research. It's just a plant. It just grow like that. And if you should happen to set it on fire, there are some effects. Oh, yeah. And Ronald said, got me some ice cream cake. I like it, bro. I like it. <coughs> Sounds very tasty. All right. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. I love Cat Williams. I, I got to see him live twice. Super funny. Super funny. It was uh, the uh, it's pimping pimping. I saw that one live. I can't remember the other one that I saw live. The other one was a little bit more recent. Well, not recent at this point. It's like 2012 or something like that. But yeah, love some good stand up. All right. Well, we're going to get up out of here. Don't forget, JC Money and Coach Craig, they got their show starting in about uh, 40 minutes from now. Uh, tomorrow, we got, uh, we're got we back with Fantasy News Today. Tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. We also got the Real Fantasy Playmakers coming up tomorrow night as well, 9.30 Eastern, 6.30 Pacific. And then we got the Circle. Do not forget. So that's going to be this Thursday 720 Eastern, 420 Pacific. And then Friday, we got <coughs> we got a mock draft, dynasty mock draft. So if you guys want to get in that, uh, just make sure you hit me up in Discord. I'm gonna start um gonna start promoting that, getting some people in. We need uh, 11 more people to draft. Well, probably 10 because I think Bogard is gonna be doing it, and JC Money will be drafting as well. So we're gonna need a handful of you guys to come in and draft with us. And Saturday. We're going to get some Dynasty Talk going, just um, a free forum Dynasty Talk for some Q&A, you know, whatever. And then Sunday, we're going to be doing both games, watch party of both games. So super hyped. 
Don't forget, guys, go to fantasyfootballhustler.com. Go get subscribed everywhere. Go get into all of that. Appreciate you. Go download all the podcast episodes, even if you're never going to listen to them. Go back an entire year. Just go re-download all the old ones. Appreciate you guys. All right, I'm out. We'll see you tomorrow. Come hang out for JC Money Show, and let's win some money on basketball. Peace. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame is no surprise. I'm on a rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to waste. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. That quote, finna get a bag, bustin' down that blow out of East San Ho. What they know my name?